0: everybody this is nolan sam with infinite banking radio and i have a uh, awesome guest on today his name is sari ibrahim and uh he is another uh infinite banking practitioner and uh he's got a really cool story and i wanted to bring him on tell him more about what he does for his clients um how they are receiving these tax-free growth inside of their policies and uh, everything in between so sari thanks for coming on man appreciate your time hey nolan thank you so much for having me on So let's go into it, man. Tell me more about where you're from, kind of your story, how you got into uh, infinite banking and uh, what you do with your
1: clients. Yeah definitely. So I'm from Chicago, Illinois, born and raised here. I got into the financial services world about 7 years ago, and it was like many other financial services professional, I kind of bounced around between different companies and different products and opportunities. I worked at like Allstate, did auto, home insurance, did Medicare. I still have a Medicare book of business, did health insurance, and then I found Infinite Banking when a client asked me if I could help him with life insurance and he mentioned like the, the way the client positioned the question was there's life insurance with cash value in it and it grows and then I didn't even know, like, the way he positioned the question introduced me to the concept. So I started doing research after that, and I found Becoming Your Own Banker book by Nelson Nash. And then that kind of introduced the whole world of infinite banking. It led to uh, reading the book, The Bank on Yourself Revolution by Palma Yellen, which also is very similar to the infinite banking concept, just a different trademark. And then yeah, I, I became a bank on yourself professional, went through their training program. And now this is what I do full time. I help real estate investors, just like you and business owners build out cash valuable life insurance policies so that that way they can become their own source of financing, they could use it to reinvest in their business, save for retirement, do really whatever they want to do with their cash.
0: So go into some details about um, you know, what you're doing with your clients. You know, what are your clients when they when they approach you and they say, hey, you know, um, I, do your clients have a life insurance need or or the way that you're positioning this or showing them how life insurance can not only be about the, the death benefit, but also about the life benefit? What are your clients doing as uh, you go in and have the conversations? Are they in
1: need of life insurance or is it more about a, a cash solution? Yeah, good question. So, it's really it's either there were they they know that I do in, I do life insurance and then they were kind of wanted my opinion on uh, different types of life insurance policies. That could be one route. The other route could be they wanted my help with a financial plan, just a general financial plan, see what they're currently doing and what we could improve. Or it's a combination of both. So they wanted the financial plan. They also knew that I do something with life insurance. They heard me on a podcast like this or our podcast, Thinking Like a Bang. So there's already some sort of um, like they already know some things about me before we we, we, we talk. Then the second step after that is we go into a full financial analysis. This is the most important part. I want to know who the client is, what they do, what they're currently doing financially, real estate wise. Are they a limited partner in this indication with you? Are they, you know, do they are they a the general partner of a real estate deal? Do they own their own business? Are they a full-time employee? Are they married? Do they have kids? All these things are going to help position how we do the life insurance later on because it matters, right? Typically, we work with like two or three insurance companies and of those two or three insurance companies, each one has like 10 different ways of structuring products. So I want to understand the client, understand what they want to accomplish and then really treat the whole life policy more as like the uh, the, the function, not just the title of it, like not just what it's called, but what it could do for the client. So the financial analysis is really important. And then after that, We do a solution where we kind of walk to the client and say, Mr. Client, based off of what you've told me, you're going to spend $180,000 in interest that's going to leave your pocket over the next 10 years. We could solve that problem by structuring one of these policies so that way every time you want to finance equipment or inventory or whatever you're doing in your business, you could recoup that interest back into your pocket. So that way you're you're saving cash and growing your business, which is which tends to be kind of a struggle for a lot of business owners. Like do I save the cash now or do I um or do I reinvest it back in my business? But with infinite banking or the use of cash value whole life insurance, you could do both.
0: You know, and one thing that I've discovered as well is uh that most people and 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 when I say most people, I almost mean everybody, they don't realize that there's actually a cost to your own cash because we haven't earned anything in a savings account in a long time. Most people don't realize that when they go and spend cash, they give it up the opportunity cost to earn interest on that dollar. And so I feel like my biggest uh, hurdle or what I'm trying to help people understand is that There is a cost to capital. You're either borrowing someone else's money and paying them interest, or you're spending your own cash and giving up the ability to earn interest on that dollar. And so it's almost a total mindset shift for uh, our clients. And they realize, wow, I, I didn't realize that. When you do interrupt the compound interest of your dollar, not only are you giving up, or, or especially if you spend it, not only are you giving up the ability of that cash today to spend it, but you're also giving up the ability to earn on that dollar in the future. So when you're talking to your clients like this, how do you um, show them that this is a serious problem that most people don't even realize that they have?
1: Yeah. Good good observation. Good question. So step number one, like you, you would take, for example, some, the, the thing that you want to buy like if it's a real estate property or if it's equipment or something, let's just use even numbers, $10,000. The thing that you want to buy is $10,000. If you finance it, right, using a third-party lender, the interest goes to the lender. Step number two, a lot of people would flip and say, all right, well, I'll just do cash. Like that's kind of our natural intuition is just go to cash Then if we're not going to pay interest. And then, like you said, if you go to step number two and then pay cash for something, Then you lose the opportunity cost you could have earned on that cash had you kept it invested or had you kept it growing. Then it goes step number three, we become our own source of financing. So we pay the interest back to ourselves and then we capitalize a whole life policy. And then we actually go through the math. So we see, all right, you know, step number one, how much do we lose to the the lenders? That's very simple to kind of figure out. We paid. X amount in principal, we paid X amount in interest, the interest goes to the lender. And step number two, we paid cash, but we could have earned interest on that. The way we would calculate that is based off of the amount of interest they could have earned had they they kept kept that money in their policy. And then step number three, it would show them how much they would recoup. And then the way you would calculate that or figure that out is through arbitrage. And arbitrage is the difference between what you spend on something and what you earn on it. So a lot of times when we build out these whole life policies in the later years, we show clients that, you know, Mr. Klein, you you borrowed $10,000 out of your policy. You paid back the um, interest and principal in one year. You paid $500, for example, to the insurance company. But during that time, your policy grew by $11,000. Um, so you made five hundred dollars extra in your policy, and you were able to finance that thing that you wanted to finance. So you made money in your policy; you it kept growing in your policy, and you were able to finance that thing that you wanted to finance on your own terms. So that's really kind of like what that's like the that's like the last step where where clients are like, you know what that that makes a lot of sense now. They're able to finance things and grow their cash, and the growth in their cash out outweighs or outpaces the cost of using. insurance company's money because you still have to pay interest at the insurance company, right? And this is something that people are kind of like freeze on, like, wait a minute. So I have to put money into a whole life policy. And then anytime I want to borrow against it, I have to borrow from the insurance company and then pay them interest. Yes, that's true. But also while that's happening, your policy keeps growing. And as it keeps growing, the interest and dividends you earn in the policy outweigh or outpace the interest you paid to borrow that money. That's what arbitrage is. It's the difference between what you spent and what you earned. And arbitrage is the reason really the kind of what makes this all go together is you're able to finance anything you want, houses, uh, equipment, whatever it is, inventory, and then still recoup the cash you would otherwise lose to third party lenders or just by using cash in general.
0: Yeah. And arbitrage is, is, that's the oldest game in the book, man. It's, it's, earning more than the cost of capital straight up and yeah. down and so uh I like showing my clients exactly like what you just mentioned and so it's there's three ways of doing everything you can use your own capital you can borrow yep. from the bank or you can use this secret third door the life insurance policy because here, here's here's the one of the things that I try and uh get my clients to comprehend is that over time you're talking you know like you said oh we got we got to pay the insurance company uh an interest yep. rate well most people don't think about this they're always a customer at the bank that's kind of the Becoming yeah. a whole life insurance policy owner, you actually become an owner of the mutual life insurance company, which is a different way of thinking. I always kind of joke and I say, if you, if your favorite bank uh, – Sari, I'll just ask you, where, where do you bank currently? I'm just curious. Chase. Chase Bank. Okay. If you, if, if Chase Bank came to you and said, hey, Sari, you've been such a great customer at our bank, uh, we would like to actually uh, offer you some equity in our bank. Would you – Would now, so if you said, oh, this is great, I've been a customer my whole life at Chase uh, and – but they just offer me some equity because I've been such a great customer. Um, would you go and get a loan at Wells Fargo or Chase in the future? If you knew no, the profits, yeah. yeah, because you knew the profits of, of what Chase earned was going to be given to you. You got a slice of that. Why yeah. would you go borrow from Wells Fargo when you can borrow from Chase. Because you're going to get a slice of that profit, so that's yeah. basically how I'm trying to show people to think: is don't be a customer at the bank, be an owner of the bank. So you don't you don't also just get sure you're paying interest, like you said, but you're earning a dividend each and every year because that's profit the
1: insurance company's earning, and you get a slice of that. Perfectly said. Yeah, exactly, one hundred percent. Yeah, you're a mutual owner. It changes the game, right? It, it, you're you're sitting. You're you're not going from the customer. You're going from the banker, essentially. You know, you are the banker in that situation, and and really, it's a very creative thing. I'm I'm really happy that Nelson Nash invented this system and this process. It really changes everything. It changes business. It changes real estate. It changes even if you're a full time employee. It changes the way you save for your retirement.
0: And one of the, one of the things that that I think is cool is. As time goes on, we don't we don't think about it from a macro level here, but banks in the Federal Reserve, they're the ones that are printing more money into oblivion, right? That's what's actually eroding the value of our dollar each and every day is when the government goes and borrows money from the Fed, and the Fed essentially creates money out of thin air, right? And that's what's yeah. devaluing our dollar. That's the inflation that everybody has probably been feeling a lot more lately than, than maybe in the past – But the cool thing on a macro level about whole life insurance and insurance companies in general is they actually can't go out and print more money into oblivion, right? They actually have to be good stewards of their cash and derive a profit the old-fashioned way, which is, again— earning more than the cost of capital. And so from a macro standpoint, infinite banking actually is better for the economy or becoming your own banker is better for the economy than going and borrowing money from a bank and then creating dollars out of thin air, diluting the value of our dollar in general. But that's that's for another conversation. But um, in reality though so as we, as we kind of get things going Sarah, so think tell me more just a little bit more about you know what you guys do your the, the, the type of clients that you like to work with and uh, obviously we're in the same boat. how can clients reach out to you uh, and, and schedule a call or what does that
1: look like in regards to uh, your business? Yeah, thanks, Nolan, for that. Um, yeah, so you can go to thinkinglikeabank.com. Typically, I work with business owners, real estate investors, and kind of. I just want to show them how to reposition cash flow, not necessarily spend more money on insurance, but reposition and reallocate it in a way that could help save for retirement, help help save, help find more liquidity, and ultimately cut out the banks. Really, that's ultimately what we're trying to do at the end um and and like you said this is a more it's a it's a better way for the economy it's a better way for business owners real estate investors for anyone just you know everyone's in the banking business right if you have money you know if you're making money spending money you're in the banking business it's just a matter of reallocating those funds repositioning those funds in a more strategic way using this concept using the system yeah you can go to thinkinglikeabank.com. there's a link you can schedule an appointment with me you can email me if you want to just talk first you just email me ask me some questions you could also connect with me on LinkedIn via the website like like a everything is located there that website Awesome. Well, what
0: I'll do then is uh when we get off this uh off this episode, guys, in the link in this bio of this episode, we'll have all of uh Sari's information. You guys can reach out to him. Learn more about what this is. This system is real. Like Sari just mentioned, um, be in your own particular business, but you also have to be in the banking business. Again, yep. that interest is going somewhere. There's always a cost to everything, nothing is free. Like maybe people on television, all the government they say there's free things, there's no such thing as a free lunch, as everybody knows. <laughs> yeah. But at the end of the day, that, that that when you borrow a dollar from somebody, it's got to go, the interest has to go somewhere. Is it going into the banker's pocket or is it going back into your pocket? So uh, again, Sari, any other last thoughts before we get out of here?
1: No, yeah, I love being here, love talking to you. It's my favorite t- subject to talk about. Yeah, definitely check this out. Listen to podcasts, read books about this. Check out the book, Becoming Your Own Banker by Nelson Nash. It's a proven system. It really works. It's the only thing in the financial services world that has guarantees behind it. And nothing else does. So yeah, check out this the system, and and I think you, you, there's a lot to learn about this.
0: Awesome, awesome. Well, Sarah, again, man, thanks so much for coming on today. I appreciate your time, brother, and uh, we're looking forward to walking with you soon. Thanks, Nolan. All right, man.